This is the Wizard's Nightshirt Podcast, episode 15. Welcome to the Wizard's Nightshirt. This is episode number 15. I'm Rebecca, and here with me are Scott. Hello. And Will. Hello. At the Wizard's Nightshirt, we're revisiting He-Man, Masters of the Universe, and She-Ra, Princess of Power. Today, we're reviewing He-Man, Season 1, Episode 8, The Time Corridor. Original air date was September 12th, 1983. In this episode, Skeletor goes back in time to build a castle on the same spot as present-day Castle Grayskull. There, he will start the time wheel, which will speed up time and cause Castle Grayskull to explode. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's what is going to happen. But but I I have to I have to say yep. I am very confused about about what the plan was. I'm not even sure if He Man or even Skeletor really knew what the plan was. I, I do have notes later in the episode. I, I said Sorceress's description of how the uh, Wheel of Infinity works is a bit unconvincing. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was not quite sure on that either. But we'll get to it. Was was he just going to hide it underneath the castle? Is that the whole thing? Like I, is it going to be encased in something? I, I don't know, but I bet we're going to figure it out in the course of this episode, and we're going to talk about the time wheel and help you spend your time well talking about it. Is it, yeah. Well, I was gonna... It's like the fidget spinners of the attorney. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, this is our first joke about fidget spinners. Well, that's, this will definitely date us to, <laughs> to this exact date, yes. It's yes, true. Yes. Uh-huh. It's true. It's going to be the slap bracelet of 2017. Um, I heard, uh, you know, we were getting our show together, right? Like, it's coming up soon, and, I, you know, obviously we don't want to date the episode too badly, but, you know, I'm an event coordinator for um, O-Comic-Con in uh, Count of Bluffs, Iowa. And one of our vendors we were talking to uh, was going to bring some, like, superhero-themed fidget spinners to mm-hmm. their to their uh, Ooh, booth they have this superhero year. theme ones. See, oh, and wow. I was like, you know what? That is cashing in on a trend. And I'm like, I'm sure they will sell like loads of fidget spinners this I, year. I want a fidget spinner that like when I spin it, like it spells my name in lights. Well, that's a big <laughs> demand. <laughs> that's pretty you think good. I'll do that? I mean, they they have those things that like go back and forth. You know, they tell the time and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, are you, this is a. You know what? That is an item and an artifact that they had at Brookstone, which I, I feel that you have a lot of Brookstone interest in your life. <laughs> yes, it's I like... I remember they have those at Brookstone, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sure, yeah. That's yeah. It's like the... That's like where I know it from. The crap gadget. <laughs> <laughs> and to, to go back to last episode, I like to imagine... Uh, Womantina, Womantina going into Brookstone's like, they don't have one that spells my name. (laughs) (laughs) I can never get a license plate. (laughs) That's so sad. Poor Womantina. They, they, they do have an overrun of Bort license plates, though. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> no, my son is also named Bort. Good times, good times. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so the, the fidget spinner at the center of this episode, the Wheel of Infinity, right? That's what uh, it was called, no, I yeah? I don't think so. It was called the Wheel of Infinity. I think it's a time wheel. Scott, what do you Argue. Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Fight. <laughs> Let's, let's have a let's have a ruckus about it. It is the I mean, it's the wheel of infinity. I wrote yeah. You're right. You're Fisticuffs. Right. You're right. 
Okay. Say it again. You lost. We almost started a war over that. Finish him. <laughs> Lots of lives were lost in, unnecessarily in retrospect. You're right. That's what I heard. Mm. <laughs> Sounds so good. I took notes. I don't think... So, even if Skeletor understood his plan, I definitely don't think He-Man did. And you know what I think? I think He-Man's been on so many adventures, I don't think he even questions it anymore or has to know what the plan is. He's just going in. It's like, I'll figure it out when I get there. I'm well, just going to beat up on the bad guys I see, and the sorceress will tell me I've done a good job. Yeah, he's basically going to punch or run or breath his uh-huh. way out of whatever jam it is. I don't think he needs to understand. <laughs> when he's done, Sorceress right. will be like, and you closed the gap between two rows. Like, yes, I did. You heard her. You heard <laughs> yeah. what I did. Mm-hmm. I punched it good. I did. <laughs> I, I gotta say, um, I, I don't know if she just kind of settled into it, but I was kind of giggling to myself about um, Sorceress's voice. Mm-hmm. Maybe she just had a lot of lines in this episode and I didn't notice, but just the way that she said lots of lots of words it was kind of cracking me up. Like I remember at one point she talks about the time corridor. <laughs> like she she's not doing syllable. Like the syllables are very like smooth and and the consonants in the middle of the Everything's letters. Everything's very airy and ethereal. Yeah, the time corridor. And then I, what what word is this? I wrote this in quotation marks about this. E v o h t s. Efforts. What is that? Your efforts. Your efforts. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that's what it was. You know, at the end, when, what you were just talking about. Your just, just, <laughs> just, <laughs> that's what she says. You're like, your elements have no reward. Like, it was just, what is that, sorceress? What are you doing? Say your words with meaning. <laughs> Enunciate. And it was just very funny. I, I, she was just really feeling very ethereal. Maybe, maybe there's a different a- atmosphere in Etheria, so it's, it just comes out that way. Maybe so. Maybe or just Castle Grayskull. Maybe uh, um, all the time dust. Maybe she hasn't had her CPAP or whatever, and so she's like not sleeping right, and then oh, she man. can't breathe. Let's <laughs> briefly discuss everybody who needs a CPAP. And, well, and everybody in the show. A quick roll call of CPAP users. Hordak. Hordak for sure. Most definitely. Grizzlor. Grizzlor. Um. Beastman. Yeah, probably. He could use one. I, I, you know what? I hate to say Evil Lynn at Evil Lynn definitely needs one. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, they're all breathing that fire. That they're living in a volcano. <laughs> Ram Man. He needs a CPAP, yes, yeah. Ram- King Randor <laughs> definitely Randor does. does and you know Marlena just hates it. She's are like, we, oh. Are we only talking about people that we've been introduced to so far? Yeah. Or are we? Okay, yeah. all right. Uh, Merman, I think. Merman definitely. You got a lot of phlegm. I, I feel... Beast, you didn't say Beast Man? I, Come on. Yeah, I got Beast Man. <laughs> oh, you did? I, okay, I missed well, hit him it. twice, though, because he definitely uses yeah, it. Yeah, he definitely uses <laughs> it. He has, to get like a, he has to get a special one because like it doesn't seal right because there's too much hair in yeah. his face. Uh, you, know, you know what? I'm going to throw a Battle Cat in there. I think Battle Cat uses one. Yeah, he, he probably used one. Yeah. Cringer's afraid of his. He won't yeah. use it, but he should. <laughs> this this atmosphere in Eternia is not great. Everyone needs one. That's good for now. We'll co- we'll come back to the CPAP list. Man at Arms should use one, but he's just not going to, and he's working on a better invention, like a helmet. A CPAP helmet. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. for him. Yeah, he'll have one of those weird um things from Rogue One that's that just, makes you sound like Darth Vader. Yeah, exactly. It's just Darth Vader. Yeah, that's that's a Darth CPAP Vader's helmet. Not, yeah. Oh, he's going to be a Darth Vader for sure. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. weather machines and all that. Alright, so uh, we open on Snake Mountain 
in, the, in this episode. I, I mean, I don't want to slow us down right off the bat, but I have a couple of thoughts about Snake Mountain. <laughs> uh, every time they do the establishing shot, I keep um, fixating on the um, little glistening. Uh, they do a, a, something like a little gem glistening in its eyeball and in its mouth. And I just keep imagining that somebody's going to go up in Snake Mountain like it's one of those um, scenery view uh, things like in Pee Wee's uh, Big Adventure that you can go up in and watch the sunset. And mm-hmm. someday somebody's going to go up in there and Skeletor is going to be like, what are you doing? Or <laughs> you think it's like a tourist attraction? Yeah. You're talking about specifically about the dinosaurs. Yeah. Where he goes um, and Simone's jealous boyfriend, Andy, comes running after him. I love that movie. There is there is not a more perfect movie that has ever been made than Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Well, we haven't seen the He-Man movie yet. <laughs> well, touche. <laughs> Which one? The uh, live action Dolph <laughs> Dolph Lundgren Lundgren. Lundgren. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so lots of confused tourists up in Snake Mountain. And, including uh, Fang Man. Including <laughs> Fang Man and uh, someone named Dark Spy, both of whom are new to us in that they oh, are new yeah. to me. I only saw it on the Netflix captions that Dark Spy was the one who handed Skeletor the uh, Wheel of Infinity. Who is Dark Spy? I have never heard of him. In fact, I, it was sort of lost on me. I was sort of confused about that. But he was the guy who brought the Wheel of Infinity to Skeletor. But he was nothing. I or, mean, it was just it was just a floating. Maybe maybe that's just a generic term for Skeletor's minions out in the world is a dark spy. I don't know. I truly don't know. I the, I think the animator was it was five p.m. and he's like purple arm. <laughs> yeah, purple arm coming out of the corridor. Oh, we finished the arm. That's what I get paid for. And I also love this. Here's more support to your theory. His name is Dark Spy. I heard somebody <laughs> say in the hallway. Support to your theory, they also were like, I don't know what kind of carrying case this needs, but I'm going to make it look like an old-timey lunch pail from an old-timey construction site. <laughs> like, you know, that. they're all, like, sitting on, like, a beam, like, suspended or whatever, <laughs> and they're, like, eating their lunch out of the lunch pail. That's what the Wheel of Infinity was stored in. It's the kind of lunchbox you have to eat out of to whistle at babes when they come by. <laughs> old-timey babes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I never... So where does so what does that mean? Where did the wheel of infinity come from? That they stole it from a construction site? Um. <laughs> <laughs> they, or they, are they are they they switched it with the construction guy's lunch? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's gonna be so everyone's gonna be so confused. I can never punch my own hole in the Capri Sun. <laughs> Fang Man can help you with that. This is true. Yes. And <laughs> he's got to put your mouth all over his mouth all over your Capri Sun, though. Yeah, you do not want Fang Man taking a drink out of your Capri Sun already. He's just got to poke the hole for you. <laughs> that is disturbing and upsetting. <laughs> uh, I was glad to see uh, Triclops. They developed a little more. And I imagine he looked a little different from He-Man. I feel like his build is a little wider, like his laps are bigger or something. Maybe, but I, I also, did, did you guys think that He-Man looked a little different in this episode? Like his his facial animations and his his body movement just seemed a little different like than before. Like his skin color wasn't this. this yeah, it's just something a little different about his body. Yeah. Tea and milk color? Yeah, yeah, the, I, I noticed yeah, they perfect cup of tea. drew him a little, uh, they drew a lot more this episode. There was True. There was a lot more they had to animate. Like we had like a grappling hook twirling thing. We had new monsters, new people. They couldn't reuse a lot. Although I did see they used the same like walk cycle for um, some of the, for the woman as they did for, uh, for Tila. It was, she moved the exact same oh, way. Oh yeah, true, true. Um, yeah, so uh, while Skeletor's got this wonderful plan to get the Wheel of Infinity to go back in time, 
and he's going to go back in time before Castle Grayskull ever existed and build a fortress on it, and then he will use the Wheel of Infinity to somehow blow up Castle Grayskull through magic that will be explained to us later, but will not be explained, and don't worry about it. And then meanwhile... I, I, just, I mean, I just don't think Castle's going to be necessary at all, really. I don't know. But anyway. I mean, if you start talking about, I'm going to go back in time, you could be like, I'm going to go back in time when He-Man will never be born. Or like, I don't know. Can't you just... Can't you... I, I I don't know Skeletor. Dark Spy went through all that trouble to get the wheel. It would be rude not to try to. Maybe it in. maybe it is construction based magic. Like they had to <laughs> build a fortress. Yeah. They had to steal it from I mean, a construction site. They, they had to be there for a long time. <laughs> yeah. Building a castle by hand. That does take. A I long. mean, I I would say. Well, it depends on how many slaves you have, I guess. But uh, or workers, men. I should say. That was that was quotes workers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean that would take. A long time. It would take a while. Just just for that. And he also had a... a sorry, I don't mean to get ahead. Mm-hmm. But he, had, he he made a snake mountain back then, too. So he had, so he had, so he had <laughs> oh, a throne and everything. <laughs> so he had, he had his own fortress there. And he had a castle. Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah, Skeletor, you know, you, you really were working hard. And, and meanwhile, we go over on the grounds of Palace Eternia and we've got Prince Adam and, and uh, Man-at-Arms and Orko having a picnic. Having a picnic while Skeletor's over here working so hard to get his goals. They didn't even have any chocolate cake either. Oh my gosh. You know, at the picnic well, was the first time... Since He-Man was created before She-Ra, you can, you can start to pick out now the lessons and ideas they uh, took from He-Man to use for She-Ra. And you start to see a lot of Orko stuff they're doing is stuff they um, splintered off to make Madame Raz. And you can see right here he's making the food too big with his magic, and that's a gag they're going to use later. Yes! Why do they like having food gags? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So is Madame Raz is like the Ethereum tulpa of the worst aspects of Orko's personality. That's what I was going to say. I feel like the worst part of him splintered off, again, like Superman. One of the Superman (laughs) movies is the evil Superman. (laughs) This Um, is getting deep. Yeah. Is that Bizarro? (laughs) Is that Bizarro? No, that would be great. No, it's the the Superman where he's got the uh, evil twin Superman and... And they fight in the oh, junkyard. Yeah, yeah, We've yeah. been through oh, yeah. this. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, what, what was it? Superman two? <laughs> Superman one. <laughs> I'm not sure. You're looking at me. We I really. Don't, I, do not I know. know we went through this a lot in a previous one, and I still don't remember. But okay. we should. I remember the should. junkyard scene because he makes diamonds, doesn't he? Yeah. 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 He takes like a thing of coal and makes diamonds. I don't know, man. All I remember is Neil before it's odd. That's the only thing I need to remember. <laughs> and I'm calling it, y'all. If I ever need to like start a landscape company well you know what i'll give this gift to you if anyone in the listening area wants to start a landscaping company and attract nerds you need to name it neil before sod that was a pretty good name. okay i'm not gonna start and then your a logo company. could be like it could be him and then he's like you know sodding the yard or something like that and if you have a crazy amount of money like say your parents are rich and they want to give you a crazy amount of money to start your business pay a million dollars to terrence stamp to come and do your commercial and he will do it he could say neil before sod and then like a a a a dad type character kneels on the ground and lays down sod or he kneels on the ground and then the sod is just magically there 
like and it was an ugly yard before. Listen, everybody, million dollar business idea. It's only going to make you a million dollars, which is too bad because you spent that much to get Terrence Stamp to do your commercial. <laughs> However, this will be something good in the do world you feel like forever. Do you feel like he, he's, he would do it for, I think he would do it for like 100000 Okay, well, you can be in charge of negotiating so with Scott's Terrence Stamp. Terrence Stamp. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, he's, he's old now. <laughs> Taking advantage of the elderly also. Also <laughs> yeah. good business practice. So Scott, man, so just just beating it down. Rebecca's yes. like the classy lawyer, and you're like the scumbag lawyer. And we, we, no, I'm thinking about business. You're talking about somebody that's like a local business that probably makes like fifty thousand dollars a year, and you're telling you're saying I'm gonna I'm gonna give him a million dollars. Look, I'm not saying it's a good business plan. Oh, okay, okay. okay. You know, not, it wouldn't fly on Shark Tank. I'm just saying it's an IOU. You know, Terrence Stamp is sympathetic to local business. He'll probably. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So to to re to revisit, if you're gonna have a nail salon, it has to be called LA Nails, and if yeah. you're gonna have a side business, it has to be Neil Before Side. Yeah, if, it, if that's the landscaping business, please someone start that and call me, and I'll I'll do your commercial for free, even though nobody knows who I am. I'll just be very happy for you. I will wear your shirts. I'll advertise your business. All it takes is a falcon flying overhead to get us on the adventure, obviously. We see a falcon, man-at-arms is helpless. We have to follow the falcon. <laughs> it's true, and I think he just wanted to get out of the picnic. He's like, oh, there's Zor summoning us to Castle Greyskull. And he just really like was getting sunburned, and he's like, I'm done. He's, he just got licked by Cringer, so he's, he's, he was done anyways. <laughs> they get their mission from Sorceress. They end up in the past, which doesn't look altogether different from... Uh, present day Eternia and they keep remarking about how everything is different there seem to be no difference between past Eternia and present day Eternia and are you kidding well, there's, there's two there's two uh two ruling classes or whatever or two yeah. yes and I was gonna say they're not that different they act like they're just they're cave people and completely different okay, they just now, speak a different language they speak a different language but here's the thing now you know what Eternians look like now they're a bunch of sad sack peasants yokels and morons who are easily swayed by people as not smart as Evil Lynn. But the people, the pastos, the people of the past in Eternia, they are proud clans of warriors, including Zalora with her Cinnabon bra and yeah. her halberd and her purple hair and her snake crown. Are you kidding? This is so different from Eternians. It's so different. They're great. I, I want to go back and live there. You're talking about their culture. I'm talking about like their biology. They act like they've evolved past these people. Different outfits are different. <laughs> different. I can't argue with that. <laughs> <laughs> different bearings are different. You well, I mean, I, 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 yeah, I don't know. Zalora has all the incredible qualities of being a good guy, but looking like a bad guy. Yeah, that's, which how, is, that's how you're all. That's awesome. what you want, okay? She has the voice of Shadow Weaver. I'm, I was just loving her. <laughs> I mean, she wasn't very helpful as the episode goes on, but I mean, you know, I, in, the, in the moment, I was like, yeah, I want to be in the past. Well, they help establish uh, a bond between their peoples because... He-Man saves them from a dragon, which they call a Dragosaur, which sounds like a Rob Zombie monster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
how could you not love this? Okay, so they, not only do they have a different language, they speak more fancifully. They, you know, like, because when uh, uh, they see He-Man, the Snake Clan sees He-Man and his crew coming on, they, they first wonder aloud, like, do you, you serve the ghost face? Yeah, like Which that. is what they call Skeletor. Okay, that's amazing. You serve the ghost face? That's great dialogue. You think Papa Meredith from the band Ghost would like kill to have that idea for like have that in a song? Because <laughs> a I think sample. he would like yeah, you serve the ghost face. It's like I I kinda want to. I don't know, that sounds awesome. Anyway, sorry, I just got real worked up about this. This is this is great. And great Skeletor stuff going on. That, he's like, ghost face would have been a better name. <laughs> we are in the past. <laughs> he just went with it. Yeah. He's not called Skeletor back then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, why did Man at Arms's uh, blaster not work against the Dragosaur? I don't know. And then and it then worked it started, later. Yeah, it worked later. He's like, "Oh, it finally works." And you're like, "Or he said, why I know why why it works now, or something like that." Why or, did it? I don't I know. Figure it Ork, out. And Orko said, "My magic, uh, like, is stronger here, or something." He was really helpful. Is it that it's very more magic based and technology doesn't work as well? I don't know. Maybe there's more. Yeah, maybe there's more magic around because it's you know. Or yeah, maybe like it's know. very pasty, and thus magic works better at first. But then because he was near the wheel of infinity yeah, at yeah, the yeah. end, it like sped up time, I, I'm and thus is thus is blaster work. I'm gonna go with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a theory that I think they just assumed we would understand, and we are not smart, and we did not. <laughs> <laughs> so we do learn that there's the, the as Scott was saying, the two classes of folks. We have the snake, snake people, clan, snake clan, and the ape clan. Yeah, and they used to be friends. And a long time Skeletor, ago. Skeletor divided them? Yeah, Skeletor enslaved slash uh, Stockholm Syndromed the ape clan. It was my understanding. And their leader is just like a regular guy with long hair, just like Triple H or something. <laughs> that, <laughs> just like in the WWE, Skeletor is Vince McMahon. <laughs> and like that, what was his name? We, I, he had a name. Oh, I didn't follow that. It was something like Trollo, but it wasn't Trollo. Never, ignore me. Don't worry about it. Wouldn't it be fun? So Skeletor has the ape clan building his new uh, castle on the site of present-day Eternia. And w- you have to imagine the uh, logistics of building that castle. What if he had a henchman who was just really good at getting things done? He wasn't necessarily a bad guy. Like His name was like Foreman. And he was just like a foreman. <laughs> <Hi>. <laughs> and he was, he was like, here are my evil blueprints. <laughs> and we're going to have an evil meeting to discuss the budget and materials required. Yeah, and you just know that, like, man-at-arms would be dying to just, like, convert him. And then, like, bring him over <laughs> to, to the good side. Because then he's like, think of all the things I could get done in my workshop, foreman. And he's like, no, it must be evil. Yeah, and he probably wouldn't want to work with all the villagers because he's like, wouldn't you want a crystal palace? And they're like, no, we want a tent. <laughs> <laughs> a pup tent. Yeah, these are these are not the, the proud clans of the pastos. Mind if we drop in, Skeletor? The man and his crew... After taking care of the Dragosaur, they try to make an attack on Skeletor's new castle. And, and Skeletor is like shaking his fist at them like an old man from the parapets. 
And that does happen. And then I, I just love that really coy look that He-Man gives Skeletor when he drops in onto the parapet. Like, he <laughs> kind of, like, swings in and he, like, has his head just kind of peeking over the side of it. Like, almost coquettishly. <laughs> I, that, I don't know. It was hilarious. It was just, like, for a split second. And it made me laugh. I was, it reminded me of Monty Python. Yeah, your father smelt of elderberries. It, a lot of that reminded me of uh, Monty Python when the when they're uh, coming up to the. Your gangster. mother was a hamster, and your yeah. father smelt of elderberries. In <laughs> uh, He Man, did you notice he tries out the same joke twice? Because I guess he thought they weren't listening. Uh, wasn't the same people it's like listening? The, it's like the old man or something like that. It's like, did everyone hear me? <laughs> yeah, he says something like, "I'll turn this place into toothpicks." And then, oh, he did say toothpicks twice. And then when he's inside, he's like, "Ah, uh, Skeletor, I'll turn you into toothpicks." He's like looking around, <laughs> for laugh. And then the the guy uh, uh, Triple H had a club, and he said that club looks like it would be a good toothpick. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Why didn't he was so into toothpicks? He's just gonna workshop that joke a little more. It's like. He's like, that should have gotten land. a laugh. Yeah, it didn't land the first time. wasted on those people outside. Tough that room. would make a fine toothpick. Oh, a toothpick. <laughs> Skeletor takes Zalora. He says he's got to take her to Dragosaur Isle, which I assume is some amusement park. <laughs> yes. A very fun one. <laughs> Lots of unsafe rides. And that sends He-Man and his crew through the jungle. And immediately I'm thinking this episode is a lot like the She-Ra Beast Island episode. Oh yeah, just where they face different different obstacles and then, you know, creatively get out of them, I guess, I suppose. It makes me wish they would have taken Attack Track to the past and really freaked everybody out. That would have been great. <laughs> and you know what? Ever since we've just decided all of these facts about Attack Track, like, you know, he won't speak when Ram Man's in the, in the car and that he likes his own tunes and he has like an 8-track player and so forth. I just really want to see more of a tra- Attack Track in the episodes. I, I think he should have gone to the past. They should worship me here. <laughs> they would. They would. They have to like walk everywhere. All the are book, you kidding? All the clan, all the snake clan and uh, ape clan people are like, wheels on the bus go round and round. <laughs> yeah. Sing louder. <laughs> so, and then like they would just build this entirely new culture, like where they are just worshiping a tech track and he's like the center of their universe. Have a parade all the time because all I do is move down roads. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and then, like the snake clan stands on top and throws candy out at the kids. I want to. St- I want to live there. I'll give decrees from the royal garage. I'll show you power. You want power, Skeletor? Oh, try this. <laughs> Well, it's kind of confusing because He-Man and his friends saves Alora from the caves, and they go right back to the castle. Like, it's like, well, we got that annoyance out of the way. Let's get back to what we were doing. Oh yeah, they they yeah. Why, why does he, why does he leave the castle? Why does Skeletor know. leave the castle? Why is he? Because oh, I guess he has a jail at the other place. It is it is later. I think he was trying to waylay He-Man. Yeah, but like so if the time you, wheel could keep going. Like, yeah, like if you go if you go he didn't start yet. I, he, I don't see. See, this was where Skeletor's plan fell apart. They worked for that fortress art for like years and years and years. And, and then, did, is, now, don't worry, He Man doesn't know what's happening either. So no, you're no, good company. That's what I'm saying. Like he, I'll He-Man, punch it. Don't worry, yeah. I'll get to it. I'm gonna spin the crap out of that wheel when so, I get in there. So, so after he leaves, like, how does he know where he goes? <laughs> like, this, do, do they say? Does he like? Like, does he like? Like, punch somebody until they tell I him. I assume they have a turnstile at the entrance. And, 
didn't uh, did, um, did, did, uh sorry didn't sorceress zap them back somehow no 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 they they they, they get on a raft and they oh, float. oh god if i had forgotten I about totally that. that i had forgotten We're about the raft oh that's true <laughs> I, a, a skeletor's throne is awesome too it's a lot better than his bone throne did I miss that too? What was happening? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he was sitting on his throne with his lunchbox. Oh, I did see that. Yes, I did see that. He was sitting, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm eating my lunch. <laughs> I hope people didn't pack me those cute little Snickers. <laughs> Would Skeletor deign to eat a Lunchable? <laughs> oh no. Oh, I wait. I the, like the no, the question is he would eat a lunchable, but would he be humming while he's putting it together? <laughs> <laughs> and I put the ham first and I put the cheese second. <laughs> Stacking. <laughs> I brought my lunch. Oh, there should you they should have the, they should have a like a lunch lady inside Snake Mountain, and she's like always serving squirming, horrible, oozing things to them all the time. Like the lunch lady's like Evelyn's mom, <laughs> and she just like wants her to have a job with benefits, so she's like, like just work there, because <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah, and then she would tell her how bad Skeletor is for her as a boss and stuff. Yeah, there'd be all kinds of tension there. I'm kind of sad that we don't ever get to see the lunch lady and cafeteria <laughs> in in uh, Snake Mountain, Snake uh, Mountain cafeteria. They'd have to like rotate the menu to please everybody, and it would Skeletor just be <laughs> every day, <laughs> <laughs> or every uh, every other Thursday or something like that, because it's like Beast Man's turn. <laughs> and then like she would never have to wear a hairnet because there's just like the beast man's fur would get in the food anyway somehow he doesn't even work there but it's still in the he, food he is always leaning over the sneeze guard to point oh, out what yeah. he wants <laughs> me going to get chocolate spider milk <laughs> <laughs> okay question how do you milk a spider well that is no okay go ahead <laughs> Well, with that image, spiders are our friends, okay? They weave the webs of the universe. They're important. They give us milk. <laughs> I just I just don't even know about that. Um, <clears throat> in elementary school, did you have milk break? No. <laughs> did you have milk break? In, like, like with cookies? When, when you were like in kindergarten or first grade? Like oh, milk uh, break. Not, not first grade. Kindergarten, pro- yeah. We had Probably. snack. Okay, snack. Okay. Is this just a... Okay, may, I, this is not a large sample size, but I remember distinctly, like, in kindergarten, first grade, when you're little, we had a thing at, like, 9 a.m., and it was called Milk Break, and you, you pay, like, your quarter or whatever, and then they, they'd go to the cafeteria, and, and everybody would just get a carton of milk, like, mid-morning, and it was called Milk Break. Is that not a thing? And then you set aside some time for everybody just sort of chug it? No, I think every, you could like sit there and drink your milk and kind of still. Did they work read on a story thing. to you? No. Oh, okay. I think we just got like work on our stuff, but we would just have milk because it's good for you. That is. Was is it that chocolate milk? Thing? Okay, now here's the yeah, thing. Yeah, we, yeah, I do remember this. They brought the carts and you got to choose. I do remember here's this. Here's the thing. Like, in, the way we did it in our classroom was that you got to pick whether it was white milk or chocolate milk. And, like, only the nerds picked white milk. And, of course, <laughs> I was like, like, I remember one of the chores you could do, like, like to be a special, like, friend of the teacher, because you're a little, like, nerd suck up in first grade, was, like, you got to be, like, the milk break, like, patron of the milk break. So you would take the little slip of paper. She's making milking 
milking yeah, emotions milking, right now. Patron of the milk break. And so you, in Tennessee, they walk the cow through the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they just like squirt it yeah. in your mouth. No. Three squirts, please. <laughs> the chocolate... Otter. Chocolate milk is from brown cows, clearly. Um, no, so like I remember you, you would take the slip of paper down and I always remember the ratio. Like most of the kids would want chocolate milk and I remember like, like it would be like 20 orders of chocolate milk and like five orders of white milk and I was always one of the kids who got white milk oh it was it was like me and like four other dorks but all the other kids were like chocolate milk it wanted this the cool milk did you get it every time every you, time I don't think I ever got the the chocolate milk I really don't, I couldn't you, tell you why strawberry milk Oh my, that's just a whole other world. Yeah. I wouldn't have got the that either. The weird kids got that one. <laughs> yeah. The what, weird kids got strawberry milk? What child would pick strawberry milk over chocolate and, and white milk? The same, the same kids who ate their glue, I guess. Hey, I picked strawberry milk. And I ate glue. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, now that I've talked about milk break... <laughs> I guess that was our milk Thank break for the for, episode. Yes, uh, and Rebecca break. has strong bones. That's that's what we are. I do, and and also osteoporosis, white milk. Right. <laughs> no, that's not right. <laughs> I have the opposite of that because of my milk breaks. Thank you, milk break. I, I can't stop it. <laughs> no one. Can they stop they it. freeze Alora, and he comes back and tries to attack the castle again. And this is where Skeletor does his best to try to make us believe he actually had a real plan with this time wheel. Yeah, it involves spinning and then it grows larger and explodes. Yes, and I'm pretty sure the castle was not needed for this plan. No, it was not. The the way this is going to work is the time wheel is just going to get bigger and bigger. And by the time it's time for present day... Castle Grayskull. Doesn't get bigger. The wheel will blow up. I thought it said bigger. No, it says it's get bigger. Faster? Faster. Okay. <laughs> but it's gonna blow up. Yeah. And the castle's not needed. The castle was not needed. The castle was just a fun project. <laughs> well that's a, I I don't understand. Like well what I understand I I think he was trying to encase it in something and then they would build they would build uh um Castle Grayskull on top of it so that it would just be encased in there and they wouldn't know that. Maybe, mm, but okay. then so so okay. so like it was Strip like doctor. built on the ruins of an old castle. Okay. So so then so then when it became time, like it would just keep spinning throughout the years, and then they wouldn't know it. But then when they built Castle Grayskull, okay. it would just explode. I'll give you that because I frankly just I don't know how the the but if, but it, but, but but if you ever see schematics of Castle Grayskull, it has like a deep thing in the middle. That's like where it gets its power from and everything. And I, I showed you that one mm-hmm. time. Well, it's it's it yeah, it's pretty cool actually because it has like a energy center of it, and there's actually like a deep thing that goes all the way down that that they get the power from. <laughs> well, there are probably all kinds of new things they discover. Like, Those are some are, technical terms. What are these little nubs here on the ground? It's almost like I could fix my boot on it, uh, so I won't fall down if somebody pitched me by the waist and tried to make me punch stuff. This is if they were learning they were action figures and oh. <laughs> they were playing a Castle <laughs> This guy's yes. got very meta, very reflective. I believe these are stickers and not real snakes in this grate here. I mm. was just wondering if the power source was like the slime from Ghostbusters 2, and that's why Man-in-Arms is always so cranky about, about Orko's <laughs> nonsense. Everybody else is real happy about it and laughing maniacally. Well, right. There's something wrong with them, clearly. Man-in-Arms is our window to the real world. 
So He-Man has no idea what Skeletor is talking about. He just runs up to that thing. He's like, well, I can't stop it, so I'm just going to spin it real fast. And he lucks out because that uh, makes the time wheel explode. Yes, into fireworks, which were not scary. They were kind of cool, apparently. Skeletor calls him a fool, says that that's going to kill him. Sorceress bailed him out? How did they get out of there? No, he tosses it in the sky, and it creates a 4th of July fireworks. Oh, right. Amazing spectacle of fireworks. (laughs) Almost as though that's all it was ever going to do in the first place. This is probably just like a mid-range firework that somebody picked up at like any fireworks stand in the present-day United States of Earth. Oh, yeah, you take some black cats and you throw them in the sewer. That's that's what it was going to (laughs) do. Just like pop really loud. (laughs) Uh, yeah, they weren't even like good fireworks. They were just like some construction worker on planet Earth had like some snap and pops in his lunch pail. And they're like, it's the in- Wheel of Infinity. It really wasn't. I do like the snakes. Those were interesting. Those were all, those were always a weird, yeah, those were a weird thing. Yeah, but they always burn the, my dad would always get mad because they burn, they burn at the end, they burn the cement and then they, they would never come off. <laughs> it would just leave a burn mark on the cement. He's like, do that at the end of the driveway so I don't have to see it. <laughs> that is such a dad thing to be upset about. I but I totally get it. You're just like, look at that, where those <laughs> snake things were. Were they were just called snakes? I I know what you're talking about. I, I, black snakes, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Good good memories. Fireworks. My favorite part of the episode was when they get their lazy debrief from sorceress at the end. Um Well you're ever seven rewarded. <laughs> yeah. She says some crazy stuff to them, like, I'm going to go resolve all the stuff that needs to be resolved with the snake people. See ya! And yeah. flies away. I forgot that apparently there were some loose ends, and this is Sorceress having to having to tie all that up, apparently. And the snake people, were, it over. they'll go on to do something great, which I hope, because Zalora's just got a great look, so she needs to be doing something great with it. And He-Man still has no clue what happens. Like, you see? You see what I did? I done good. <laughs> yeah, he punched it. I that's spun a, that's that's that wheel. He spun it, it and then punched it to get it out of the thing. So we're good. Yeah, and we're all good. Your, your, your theory still holds well. And now I must make sure that Skeletor's time corridor is closed forever. Farewell. And then, um, I would just briefly, we also saw that Fang Man was commander of the Dragosaurs during the battle at the, at near, oh, at near the end. I didn't know You don't remember, you, like, he was, a uh, like, he was like, my beauties, and he was, um, Oh, he was riding the Dragosaurs. Yeah. Oh, fun fact, I'm glad you brought this up. I was looking up about him. He is one of the other characters who we never see again. Really? And the He-Man Classics line has an expanded bio for him, and they confirmed that Fang Man was left in the past <laughs> and he is still stranded on Dragosaur Isle okay but here's the thing he liked the Dragosaurs so that's cool and then he could just go join the Snake Clan why would he want to leave the past they are clearly awesome Fang Man you done right so we salute you Fang Man and we look forward to not seeing you again Skeletor you- loves to abandon <laughs> people <laughs> do, do, do you feel like they, they ran out of names Fang Man the, Fang Man they couldn't just come up with particularly good. I mean, they could. Yeah, I know, but well, some of them are okay though. I mean, there's a lot of snake-related reptile people. Mm-hmm. So, do you think they came up with other people's names first, and then they're like, "crap"? 
<laughs> We're running out of snake words. And he's like, ah, he's got fangs. It's like, somebody go to the library and check me out a book about snakes so I can get some more snake words. Scale that's man. A, that's a good question because they have the snake. I mean, they could call the whole snake. Dragon man, dragon trainer. I don't know. Lots of snake stuff. We're having to pick our snake words. Like, you know, we're having to use every snake word. Use every snake word. <laughs> Hold every stream. Follow every rainbow until you find, find your, Until you find a snake. That's exactly right. So uh, we uh, finally get to our moral here. And essentially the moral is to learn from the past. This is delivered by He-Man, correct? Just boredly? He sounds. He sounded panicked to me because he was all over the place. He was all over the place, and then I feel like he really had him rehearsed it, and he got himself confused with like the nightly news because at the end he wishes us good health and good luck. Yeah, he's got a little <laughs> he's like, sign off. Wishing you good health and good luck. Like, okay, bye now, bye bye. Like he just, he uh, yeah, he was all over the place. He man did not rehearse that one. And it was a perfect uh, moral for somebody like Prince Adam. Like, can't change the past. What's done is done. What's in the past is left in the past. C- can't correct that now. Focus on the present. But learn from the past, which I suppose is as good of a lesson as anything. However, I'm not sure how much a child can understand that. I mean, you know. They don't have much past. They don't have much past. And, you know, it, it doesn't really seem... They're not very different from the person they were in the past. They're still becoming a person. <laughs> I guess they can learn, like, don't eat that. Don't eat that is a good... That's an applicable lesson. Spe- oh, we don't were, hit people. Yeah. I don't know. We didn't... We were um, talking about uh, the getting served spiders in the cafeteria. Uh, did you ever eat bugs when you were a kid just to try it out? No. I ate a spider once or twice. Hey. No. <laughs> we over here talking about spider milk. You're just speaking out of your heart. In your heart. <laughs> How is... did that spider milk taste? <laughs> was it on it, a dare? It At least was it like on a dare? Eating like carpet crud. Okay. It was just quite anything. You ate a bug. Mm-hmm. Was it on a dare? Mm-hmm. Were you in front of anybody it was else? Out of intellectual Scientific curiosity, curiosity. <laughs> for yeah. yourself. Like you were, no one else is around you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. When I was like nine, I'm like, well, well, you know, that's like, old. We need to know what spiders taste like to move on with our lives. Yeah. Okay. So conduct a test. Was it I, big? No. Okay. He was like, he's like dead. Because you, you, you had like, you had full on, you had full on like black widows down there. Didn't you? Yeah, yeah, in we had Georgia. Recluses. He lived. Oh, like, he's a little one. He lived in like South I mean, did, Georgia. Like a, so, uh, quite also a question: Did people like dry them out and eat them? People never ate bugs. Well, no, not intentionally. No, okay. I mean, I mean, no, I guess. I don't know if that was a thing. I was just... Cause Wait, he, where do you he, think I live? He's trying to figure out why no, you would have No, because people do that it. with, like, grasshoppers. You eat Are grasshoppers you and like ants, like, chocolate... reasons that like, I like cal- No, 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 no. I was just... I'm just curious about other... I mean, not that you would do it, but I'm just wondering, because... They make they make like chocolate covered grasshoppers right. and ants uh, and stuff like that. Yeah, like gator kebabs and stuff. Yeah, I mean that's gator though. That's like meat. Yeah, it's like yeah. You know, this was just a science experiment. I never ate a bug. Okay. No, I, I did eat cat food one time though. Dry cat food. <laughs> and I turned into catcher. <clears throat> and I turned into catcher, and you know the rest of that story. You what's, know my life. What's what's, what's the dog the com- dog, dog biscuit company? Milk bone. Milk or? bone. Yeah, yeah. Milk bone. You, you know how the pack it comes with like like eight a minute. My sister dared me at least once or twice to eat. And the cheese does taste like cheese. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yes, I've tried it. It's, good they're, they're very sandy, though. You don't 
Don't eat the whole thing. You know, I was thinking about this, and I'll go ahead and, and tell you, I, Rebecca was not into this idea, but I feel like next time we have a good kind of contest, I feel like the prize should be that we eat something weird, like a bug or chocolate-covered bug. Why or, would is, that, is that the intro to this? Is that is that what you're trying no, to get at? No, this was out of, this is just... What? Same person. It's funny. It's funny. It Who is like, laugh. you know what I can't wait to see is somebody eat a bug for my amusement. Who are these people that you are serving? With Everyone this that watched Fear Factor. I would be amused by people eating things that gross well, them out. Of course so, because you ate a spider for no good reason. Science. Rebecca <laughs> doesn't believe in science. Rebecca <laughs> does not believe in science. She does not understand the empirical uh, benefits of eating spiders. Yeah. I've had some weird, uh, somebody came back from Jap- uh, Japan and they had like dried squid and stuff like that. That sounds pretty good. Uh, looking at it though, you're like, it's, oh. it's, it's like a little squid in a bag, oh. like a piece of candy. Yeah. That's it, so yeah. It tasted enough. really salty. It wasn't very good. Salty and fishy. Yeah. I wouldn't, I'm going to be into that. I, back when I did. Merman's like, I can't. <laughs> 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 Poor merman. Oh, did we rate the episode? No, we need to. So, our thoughts. What, what do we What do we think about the episode? I like when they go to the past. I like I like that it was kind of a sci-fi type idea, and I like whenever they show new bad guys, including one that I apparently just missed, the invisible <laughs> guy. Um. I'm, I'm going to, I want them to get away from the formula a little bit. Um, so I'm going to go 4.2 on this one. Okay. Um, 4.2 huh. spider milks. Spider milks. <laughs> I was going to say chocolate cakes. Orco cakes. <laughs> you see what kind Whatever. of people we are. Mm-hmm. I was going to say. Choose, choose whether you're a spider milk person <laughs> or a, um, what did you say? You're so boring. Can't remember. What was it say? <laughs> I said, will brains. <laughs> will brains. <laughs> <laughs> it's you're rude anyway i said four because you didn't even let me say my score yet rude anyway four orgo cakes out of five and it got pretty high marks because i love the pastos uh-huh. i love serving the ghost face and i love zalora in her outfit yeah. so four out of five okay mm, i say uh 3.8 uh spider milk squirts <laughs> <laughs> It's good. What do you want to see that this one was lacking? Um, I'm still the I've just just comparing it to Shira episodes and stuff like that. Just a little bit more, st- like like you said, the formula. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the bad guys. I don't like Triclops that much. Me too. He's a little generic. Yeah, you're just like whatever. You know, he's his henchman. Uh, I did like the ghost face thing. That was really good. Um, so just more like a better henchman, I guess, or yeah. like yeah. More storyline, something like that. I'm ready for Bumblebee Man. Bumblebee Man, yeah, Bumblebee you think Man. so? Yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, we got to see Triclops's different like vision scopes. Yeah, yeah, and that was a thing. It made the noise when he blinks, which is not annoying at all for everybody else, I'm sure. Yeah, his circle vision can like zoom in on things. I like when zoom he was, and enhance. I like when he was uh, stuck in his own vision when something was flying at him. It was like he had to run away from the periscope in his own face. That was really funny. Yeah, that's kind of. Do you think he ran difficult. away too early because the vision was like real close up? No, he waited too late. Like, uh, like he's like, oh, uh, I gotta get out of this periscope. Oops, it's my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Dryglops. 
And now a few production notes. You can connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or on our website at http colon backslash backslash www.thewizardsnightshirt.com. And, of course, you can download the show on iTunes. If you're enjoying the show, please be sure to leave us a review. It helps people find the podcast so it can grow. If you haven't already, please sign up for the newsletter through our Facebook page or our website. We'll let you know when new episodes are out, and we'll keep you updated on how things are going. It's real good. If you'd like to have a question or comment discussed on the show, please email us at rumors at thewizardsnightshirt.com. And that's our show for today. We want to thank you for listening. And please remember that if you punch things to solve your problems, all your efforts will be rewarded. would make a fine toothpick.